0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. All right, Elliot. Well, welcome back to another episode of Film Detectives. As you can see from my background, we just had a conversation about it. But I'm slowly getting the new place put together. The mic is in a different spot now. Mm-hmm. We watched two different films. I think it's it's pretty fitting that I moved recently, Elliot, because our two films that we watched this past week. We're all about taking steps in life in very different ways. One, one was a little bit more a homebody, and the other one was more of just exploring the vast reaches of the United States. And <laughs> I mean, I think it's no, it's no Amen mistake to we watched these films. Yeah, it's no mistake we watched these films this week when I literally just completed a move. But why don't you go ahead and I don't, know, I don't normally say it like this, but why don't you just go ahead and? Let us know what we're watching, what we watched this past week. Well, we uh tackle this week Fish Tank and
0: American Honey, directed by Andrea Arnold. So <laughs> let's let's uh kind of divul or di break. We're gonna pull
1: back the yeah, pull back the, <laughs> the, the canvas and take a little look inside or whatever you wanna say. Yes,
0: indeed. Because there's a lot to uh unravel in these films. Uh so First off, let's talk a little bit about Fish Tank. So Fish Tank, directed by Andrea Arnold, deals with a, rebe- a rebellious teenager from the projects of London. She lives kind of like off the street. She's got a dysfunctional family. Her mother's abusive. She's got a sister who's like a nightmare, sort of. Uh, they're always in constant mm-hmm. fighting with each other verbally, as well as physical abuse. Um but when her mom brings home a new boyfriend, Connor, played by Michael Fassbender, <laughs> she starts to fall for him. Mia, uh, the main character, starts to fall for him, even though she's only 15. And she really latches onto him and basically is kind of in a struggle with her mom for his affection throughout the film. And it's... Mm you know, because she has no father figure in her life, she's always searching th- for that strong male figure in her life in this particular film. All while she's trying to yeah. become a dancer and, or hip hop dance. <laughs> I will clarify that with hip hop dancing. Cause it's not ballet, it's hip hop dancing and, you know, break beat, you know, or break dancing. And, um, it, <laughs> I, I think it, it, it kind of feels like that's kind of tacked on just to show she has like an artistic side to her that she's trying to express mm. herself and her shitty life through this dance that she does through the film and is
1: always, it's always
0: there in the background. And
1: yeah, well, I do think it is, I, I think it is attached for mm-hmm. a good reason though, because it does give us a culmination at the, at the very end, we come to this big, almost happy moment with with our first kind of connection with with the mom yeah. that involves the dancing but also the, the simple fact of it almost makes her more of an outcast because liking hip-hop she's a white america or mm-hmm. white english girl and she comes from urban a very neighborhood it seems very urban family so so liking hip-hop already is a very because every time she she gets caught dancing she's like what are you right. they're always like what are you doing and like, what are these moves mm-hmm. like that's not dancing and so that all that on top of just her being an outcast already further mm-hmm. emphasizes that I feel like. And it also is a big a big central goal and challenge that kind of ever every conflict yeah. kind of centers around that in a way, if you think about it, because when she eventually hooks up with Connor, it all centers around right. and her dancing. Like it kind of pretty much
0: becomes the staple of how these two women especially her mom and her try to seduce connor in a certain sense and mm-hmm. he forgets because it's it's like the man's um draw is drawn to beauty and also to kind of the thrill of like yeah, the throw of the chase. It's the of the chase. We find out that Connor has a family, and a kid. Spoiler alert, guys! But this this film is batshit crazy sometimes, you know. And it it's it, it takes us down this kind of like tum- like a, a cyclone of uh, of a film, and we literally just like we feel for Mia because she's in this shitty situation. She's trying to get out of her fish tank and or in this case, Mm -hmm. it's like her prison, which I find interesting that it's late. It's names fish tank because the way it's shot, especially when she is dancing at the particular building that she kind of breaks into to, you know, practice and we kind of see like a shot of the back of her, and 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 she's kind of viewing out through the window. She's always viewing out through some kind of window throughout the film, and almost the windows become like this trapped prison bars in this in a sense mm-hmm. that she's longing to be anywhere but where she is in the particular moment that we see her in the film, and we kind of get a sense of that even in American Honey. It continue that theme kind of continues over as well with. Again, it centers around a central female figure, again, like in their teens, you know, uh, in this case, Star is Mm -hmm. 18 and she goes on the road with this band of misfits who are pretending to be salesmen and sell uh, magazine subscriptions to anyone who will listen to them and sign up for it. And craziness and chaos ensues. Because they meet a slew of ins- weird characters throughout their trip through the Midwest. And it's kind of, you know, American Honey's really like the road trip that Andrea Arnold really was like, okay, she started at Fish Tank and now is like, okay, there's a d- bigger world out there. I'm going to explore what mm-hmm. makes up the American road movie, road trip movie. And explore how a girl would react and um act in those particular situations.
1: Well, I think it's cool too, because in the in twenty twenty two where we're at now, you see a lot of people that have kind of adopted, mm-hmm. especially younger people, have kind of adopted to that living road yep. life. I have a couple friends that live in full on converted just you know camper vans or minivans or whatever they may be. And you're finding that to be a more and more common thing with mm-hmm. my age group, especially. Well, it's just because you have that freedom. Yeah. It's cheaper and you're you're able to do it for not a crazy amount of money. Right. To, and it, to it really deals
0: with the youth trying to they're always mo- moving towards some kind of uncertain future. And that's what it's kind of like the thrill of finding where they belong in the world, you know, and they have to go on mm-hmm. this journey to really explore the inner depths of their own sight
1: their own soul themselves yeah Yeah. what's what's ironic about that though is i feel like throughout the film and i want to go back and touch on one thing about fish tank Tank, as well but Mm -hmm. throughout american honey they they're trying to discover themselves but at the same time they're also distant from distance from distant from who they already are Right I think that I th- find that such an ironic thing because star the main character really doesn't I mean she goes through a change but like I told you before we started rolling, it's almost like what we're seeing is just a certain point in time where she started mm-hmm. the journey. but if when, when the camera goes down and the credits roll at the end, the story continues, right? I feel like a lot of stories typically will end, and you'll have a very set like this is how it ended. Right. This, is the, this is the conclusion. It. Yeah, this is the result. But in American Honey, at the end, that final scene doesn't really give you any closure. No. There is a very nice symbolism moment mm-hmm. with with how how the film does end up concluding. But and I think that I think that's the cool thing about the film too, though, because like I when I compared to fish tank when i watched Mm -hmm. fish tank yes it kind of felt like i was in just in the space but i felt like it was more of a film with Mm -hmm. american honey i felt like we were just watching somebody pick up a video camera and just document what was going on throughout their journey and at the end it just it just ends and it's like okay well they're gonna go to this place tomorrow and they won't do it all over again i'm sure they're gonna be doing something yeah, it's a very unique, unique feel. And that's, I think that's why I gravitated towards American Honey so much, just because it's such a very raw, uh, doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a film. It really doesn't. It feels like you just somebody picked up a camera and was like, hey, let's do a vlog. It's almost like a vlog in a way type of thing.
0: Yeah. And it has it really does have like that indie documentary feel mm-hmm. where. Yeah, you it, it's a moment in time and we don't know the before and the after. But we know this particular moment in this person's youth and their growth as a character, as a person, and them experiencing like young love, you know, especially mm. with Star when she meets Jake, played by Shia LaBeouf. Um, Do it, you know. It, he, you know, she discovers young love with this particular character who she thinks she's head over heels for, and as she gets to know him and gets to know the group too it, it it's like uncovered that they're really just using her and it's mm-hmm. just she's nothing more than a piece of meat really it, it be, gave me a
1: very it, it gave me a very dallas buyers club feel with even nomadland too yeah that too with with uh with the main girl being like Mm -hmm. the the kingpin and like oh you're all work for me and you've got to bring me this amount of money at this amount of time and the fact that they're in hotels all the time and things like that i mean i was like it's very one thing i wanted to say about fish tank before i forget about this with mia talking about how you know you were talking about the room that she dances in Mm -hmm. and it's almost like she's viewing out and she's trapped even those moments in the film when she's free she's still in danger you think right. about when she's running and trying to get away from from Connor after she tries to take his kid, yeah, his his kid away from him, and he's chasing her down into a field and basically, you know, slaps, hits slaps her with a hits her with a Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it again. Oh my god, it, it's still relevant. It's still wow, relevant. but wow. Uh, but yeah, she's never. I understood I think I understood a lot more why American honey is called American Honey because well they they kind of put it right out there in front of you. Play know, the tune of, American Honey. <laughs> by Lady <laughs> Annabellum, which is a great band. Yes. Highly recommend. But in Fish Tank, I don't I don't know. It was kind of a little bit harder to understand why it was called Fish Tank. I mean, I know a fish tank is very you're you're kinda of stuck in that world and it's only that world. And I mm-hmm. guess that's why because Mia is just stuck the in the world she's in. Yeah, she's, she's literally stuck. the
0: fish that can't get out of that tank of life, what she's been given. And really, Andrea Arnold deals with these characters. Her archetype that she really focuses on is really people are born into their circumstances, that she really brings this up in both films. You know, these Mm -hmm. two characters in Mia and Star, they're kind of similar in the sense that they're born into poverty and have to then... It's almost... At least with American Honey, you have like kind of a rags to riches type of deal where she's trying to, you know, earn money to get out of the situations she's in. Mm -hmm. With Mia in Fish Tank, you don't really have her trying to get money. She's just trying to get out with her dance and using art to try to express herself and create a new life for herself. But Mm -hmm. she's always drawn back to her family and where she comes from and it stops her from growing. But like she realizes, Oh, maybe this route is not correct for me. I have to go a different route and follow my education. Cause really Mia, she's struggling in school. She's, you know, we see yeah. her wandering the streets and picking fights with other school girls And, you know, she literally bashes a girl's eye <laughs> in with her head and just because they look, you know, you know, they give her attitude. And that's the thing was like, I I feel like with fish tank, it's a great representation of adolescence and kind of teenagers at that particular stage in their mm-hmm. lives, you yeah. know. I don't agree with, you know, her seeking out an older man to try to sleep with, even though she's 15, because really, when you're 15, you have no sense of really what you want in life. Mm -hmm. And skip ahead to American Honey, where you have Star, who's like three years older than Mia. She has somewhat... She's lived a lot longer in in Andrea Arnold's world of misfits and, and such. You know, but she's, and she's experienced more, I think, and has a little bit more of a maturity to her and seen more of the world and then she sees even more of it throughout this journey she goes on and on the road trip with these yeah.
1: kids. I feel like, I feel like Mia's character just is more, the reason she, you know, gravitated towards him, maybe there was a sexual reason, of course, yeah, that, that, yeah. No, that well, will she come sees with her it, mom, but, it, but it's more attention. She wants yeah, attention. That's she, it. She she doesn't she doesn't receive any any type of attention from her mom. Her mom t- treats her like the lowest of the low possibly can, and, yeah, and basically slaps her. Yeah, throws, throws anything she tries to do. Yeah, like her dancing, the, which is the thing she cares most about, and it's one of her central, really, the thing that she wants to ultimately do. Her mom doesn't care about it at all. No, that's something. So both films also really pull from the hip hop genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the music they're listening to a, a good majority of the time in American Honey is old school hip hop. Yeah, and then you have in Fish Tank, uh, hip hop as well, which I I, yeah, mean, music, I love hip hop. So music like, really drives
0: both films. You know the music really yeah. some in some way reflects how the character's feeling at a particular moment, especially in American mm-hmm. honey. I mean, the songs that the kids listen to in, in the van as they're driving throughout the, uh, the States. And then also when they get to their rest stops and everything and they start partying and, you know, it's kind of got this very, um, you know, it's reflective. It's like a, hippie, a hippie, yeah, hippie, type feel to it. Exactly. It, it has like a hippie feel, very nomadic, very like mm-hmm. you, These kids have no home to go to. Their home is the van and themselves, and that's their family unit. And Mia, not Mia, Star is really afraid to lose that. Mm -hmm. And she's always like, because she leaves her brother and sister behind to make money and try to earn for her family, but really she's doing it for herself. She's not, she, she realizes she comes from a family that is abusive and she wants to get out and get as far away from that abusive relationship she has with her father and mm-hmm. her, I guess it's her stepmother. I think cause her real mother was in Texas, but then she said she Texas. moved to, what was it? Oklahoma. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Oklahoma. And then, you know, was stuck with the kids raising them. And then the uh, stepdad is like there and it's like, really creepy cuz he's again trying to hit on her and it's like yeah that's your daughter but anyway yeah. it's i, I
1: find yeah. i i find that i i made a statement earlier saying that she didn't really have that big of a character progression and i'll I'll retract that statement a little bit because now that you've said that it made me think of this the moment where she's going to to sell to that one house and it's the two kids and she goes and buys them groceries because she sees yeah. the mom is a drug a drug user just like uh her mom was Yeah. And That's, that is a huge, yeah, that is a huge moment for her as a, in character progression because she's not thinking about herself anymore at that point. She's not thinking about, oh, I need to like, she could have she taken anything from that house and nobody yeah. could have stopped her. No one would have stopped her.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: at that point in time, she realized, and then that, that basically culminates in that beautiful, which I want to ask you about because I want to, yeah. uh, this is a spoiler for the end of the film, but I want to ask you what your thoughts about this. What do you think the turtle meant? I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> I have an answer. I want to hear your answer. Okay. First.
0: So, my, okay. I think it represents her in a sense because turtles represent that waiting for the future, waiting for, you know, taking your time and slowly going through life and growing as a person. I think they're very transformative creatures you know turtles and they Mm -hmm. represent that kind of transformation and the whole time through the film she's you know she i think it's not until like the third end of the second act or the beginning of the third where it's a long film (laughs) yeah it's it's a long film but um she's asked what are your plans for the future and she's like no one's ever asked me that Mm -hmm. and the fact that her parents never, uh, asked her that and kind of instilled on a direction she should follow for her life. You know, that's what I think the film really deals with is like not knowing what tomorrow holds and slowly trying to get and just accept what you're like the hand you've been dealt Mm -hmm. and try to accept time itself and know that at some point you will achieve your goal. And her goal, you know, as she says, is to have a house and have a family, have a big family, where when she asks Jake that, he doesn't really have much of an answer because he's such a aloof character that he's just kind of floating through life and doesn't really have a directed path in life. I think Star really knows what she wants.
1: Yeah. And I think... I I think I think at the end he ha, he has more of that same viewpoint because mm-hmm. as as the the head lady said you know that basically he was the one that recruits all the girls sleeps with all the girls everything yeah. but I feel like and I know Star knows this too because she they had a connection that was different from the other girls that he had you know brought at one point in time and so yeah. I feel like at the end when he gives her that turtle it is a symbol of everything you were talking about about the journey and everything like that but i also feel like it's it's him saying that he's he's trying to to work on something maybe it's it's you know because like you said the turtle is a very tranquil yeah, animal it's like very him calm, saying very hey wait for
0: me type of thing
1: yeah yeah and also uh, with a turtle itself turtles literally carry their home on their back and right. which is what she she that literally what she does she's living in that van and living that life and if you're now remember in earlier in the film when she's with the, the cowboys in texas the bee. when she falls in the when she falls in the pool mm-hmm. she can't swim like the bee. and she yeah and she lets the turtle go into the water and then she just she goes in and submerses herself mm-hmm. it's almost like that reawakening and that rebirth of what's well, hey, a
0: baptism of sorts it's a baptism
1: yeah. basically yeah so I, you know, I thought for a minute. I was like, "Why? Is, what was the significance of the turtle?" Like, what? And then, mm-hmm. but then I realized that uh, uh, Andrea loves to use. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Andrea Arnold. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I said the first name correctly because yes. I've screwed some up before. <laughs> Streets of Fire. An- <laughs> that's gonna be a running joke from <laughs> from now on. Andrea Arnold loves to use animals as symbols too, because you look back in Fish Tank with the horse. That's mm-hmm. trapped and locked in, and it's old. And she's always asking about the horse, and at the end, you find yeah. out they had to put the horse down because it's just old. But the horse is to, only
0: sixteen, too.
1: Yeah, the which... horse wants to be free, just like Mia wants to be free. And then you have mm-hmm. in American Honey, you have the turtle, and then you have the little bee, and then you have the wasp. I, I believe it's caught in the house that they release as well. And it's like these all these animals and bugs and creatures that our main characters interact with are actually them and their journeys in some ways, which I think is super, super cool.
0: They're like totems of the main characters. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, Andrea Arnold really plays around with totems because they become a staple of some part of the growth of the main character. You know, as you said with Mia or with star, you know, they are given scenes with these particular animals, you know, the bee, the bear, the horse bear, you know yeah. it's like it's really interesting cuz like it 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 has a folklorish type feel to it where it's drawing upon myth and legend but then it's doing like a totally new thing with okay we're given a more modern representation of growing up and youth mm-hmm. in general and i find that really interesting with both these films is that it tackles that and really shows Andrea Arnold's affinity for just observing how people and I f- mm-hmm. really like that she does it all in POV like from the point of view of the main characters you know we are exclusively following these two female characters around as they experience their journey
1: you know yeah, through they have a live films. camera crew just following them every second of their life basically
0: yeah. it's like a docudrama in a sense. Mm-hmm. So that kind of your like mon, like docu feel really plays in both films.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, I oh yeah go ahead.
0: I was also going to ask like, you know, how does the kind of inti- how does that intimacy though um kind of draw us in though as audience members? I was going to ask oh. you
1: yeah well i think anytime you take a camera and you take it off the sticks or what or the track it's on or whatever it may be on on an arm and you just hold it and get right up in a person's face and features you just instantly connect with the person so much more because you're seeing every single second of their life you're you're right there there's just there's just something more connected about a handheld camera, knowing that there's another human being behind there, walking around and following the exact movements of a character that we're watching. I think that's why vlogs. You know, we saw vlogs a couple of years ago blow up on YouTube and such, and I think mm-hmm. that's a big reason why, because it's such a personable way of interacting with people. You feel like you feel like you're the camera. You, of course, yeah. you know when you watch a, a a major epic film, a blockbuster, you know that oh yeah, this camera is doing this or whatever, right? It's very but staged.
0: I, I, you know, yeah,
1: I've always loved the handheld. When I shot my thesis film, I did handheld because yeah. I love that intimate, rough, gritty feel of real life. Because it's not all perfect, and you know the the camera doesn't just gently pan across. It's not a sci-fi not epic. Bump. Yeah, yeah, you're not. It's not on a dolly track that's just being pushed gently, and you get this beautiful shot. Like life is gritty. Yeah. Life is tough. Like, and having and somewhat both unhinged these-
0: too you know, Mm. and and off kilter. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what I love about the handheld
0: style is because, and it really lends itself to these particular films and, you know, you feel you're right there. I mean, like the born identity really coined that handheld thing for action films, Mm -hmm. but it then got taken to a whole nother level with, you know, docudramas like these particular Mm -hmm. films in the indie industry. Cause I mean, it's very easy to get a camera and then just go and shoot your like whatever main character you want to focus on which is great because the best stories are usually the ones that we know of from real life Mm -hmm. and andrea arnold i think just really shoots what she knows and what she
1: has an affinity
0: and cares about because you know these are two we're seeing aspects of life that we don't usually see and from two very
1: strong female characters as well exactly
0: and they're not glorified in any sense it's raw and gritty we see it up front we're seeing these women go through struggle we're seeing them go through abuse um being taken advantage of advantage of sexually by men Mm -hmm. and I think also it it really kind of plays into the more Me Too movement of today because, you know, we're seeing these women overcome adversity and, um, you know, real struggle with their male counterparts. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's really like an interesting um, representation of that particular struggle.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool that she took two very similar type, uh, characters archetype-wise, but mm-hmm. put them in two very different situations yeah. and had them kind of deal with the same things, but different at the same time, and still have very interesting journeys to cover. One was stuck, and one was free. Like you said, you know, Fish yeah. Tank was her, that was really Southern there for a minute, her. Her. Uh, F- Fish Tank was her start, and then you go into American honey and she has the wide open expanses of the United States and the world for that matter. Because like you said, we don't know. We don't really know what happened to star or Jake. Yeah. After that, we don't know what happened to the whole posse who knows. They, we, we, there is no, there is no conclusion. We're just, we're just led to know that, okay, their life is going to continue just like other people's lives continue when the camera gets put down. It's like with vloggers. There was yeah. this vlogger that would that would do it for he did it for I believe 2 years every single day he would release a daily vlog. And then he stopped. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh wow like this is strange. We we don't have a but at the same time yeah. you know that his life is still going on. He's doing his own stuff. He's doing his own things and that's what we get from American Honey. Fish tank we get an ending. We understand that she's found like her way out. Mm-hmm. By a character honestly I felt like she could, that, that, Arnold could have used the, 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 I can't think of his, hold on one second, let me get his name, uh, Billy, could have used Billy a lot more, because he is introduced, and he's a potential love interest for Mia, oh, Billy in,
0: uh, the horse, no, no, Billy the
1: horse, wait, Wait a minute. <laughs> In fish tank, Billy is the is the character yes. that the, that stays with the, the horse. One, yeah, the owner of the horse. Okay. Yeah. Billy, and spoiler the alert! At the at the end of the film, she goes. She leaves with Billy to 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 get out of town, basically, because yeah. he's going to relocate. But I feel like their relationship. I mean, it, it is just a moment that she needs. To, she wants to get out. She wants to get away. But I feel like the relationship really wasn't that strong. But again, and it kind of ties into American Honey. His brother his brothers also like abuse her.
0: Like they almost rape her at one point in the film. Like they start, Mm -hmm. they attack her. She's able to get away and escape. But, Mm -hmm. and he's just like, you know, he kind of just lets the dog like six, the dog on his brothers to kind of distract them in a sense. But, and he's like, Oh, you know, you should thank me for that. And I'm like, dude, you didn't do like, no. And yeah, it's interesting because it's like these characters are all kind of trapped within their own fish tank in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because you have Connor, he's stuck with his particular family, but he's trying to get out of it with trying to start a relationship with Mia's mother, Joanne. Mm-hmm. And then you have Billy stuck with his brothers, and he's trapped in the trailer park yep. you know, area and can't, you know, progress in life. And Mia's really the only one who actually gets out at the very end because she's, she goes back to school. She it goes to, I think a, it's like a boarding school or something. Um, and is the only one who actually has a bright future ahead of her, you know, and, and decides to make that change in her life. That's the thing is choice becomes a mm-hmm. central issue with the characters because, you know, in American Honey. The choices that Star makes leads her down that path, and then she almost, in a sense, becomes trapped with this band of misfits and her, you know, wanting Jake the whole time, and and mm-hmm. that kind of obsessive love that she has. I mean, the guy freaking holds the cowboys at gunpoint in the film.
1: He also he beats up the oil worker he beats up
0: some oil worker and has blood like we're not sure if he killed the guy or just beat the crap out of him you know and all the the whole time it just totally does not phase Star at all she falls even more madly in love with him in a sense Mm -hmm. but I think her love blinds her in that sense and her need for stability and and routine and family kind of blinds her to the fact that this man is not right for her
1: you know yeah well going back to speaking about the the men and in fish tank with with connor, connor mm-hmm. his favorite song is california dreaming and i find that again back to the music i find that one of the few songs that's introduced it's not hip-hop uh yeah. and and fish tank and i find it so ironic that that's the song she decides to 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 dance to because it's about you know Things being potentially better. And that's kind of what we also mm-hmm. see in American Honey with Lady Annabellum. It's looking back on the past. Yeah. California Dreaming is kind of more about the potential future in, in, in a way, per se. So we have two different characters. One, it, it's interesting that this, the the music plays a huge part yeah. in these films. First off, the soundtracks are great because it's old school yeah. hip hop. Yeah. And then you got California and Then you got Lady Annabellum thrown in there randomly. And then you like, have
0: just crazy, weird, you know...
1: <laughs> oh dancing. that reminds me that reminds me okay you know you know when she goes to the club or the bar in american honey and they're dancing to copperhead road yes i dance that at my prom oh my it's gosh. real it's real <laughs> the, the uh the, yeah the
0: um what is it the square uh line dancing yeah she, I, yeah when she drops yep, the kids I- off Mm-hmm. oh my gosh
1: <laughs> i did that i did copperhead road at my prom they also played cotton eye joe so there are some stereotypical things in this yeah. film but there are a couple things that are also on point uh so i i found it very interesting to see how they portrayed texas and and the south a lot um, yeah. being from there so w- speaking of that and music and mm-hmm. country and all that i wanted to get to the song yes lady Annabelle. Um, they play it very close to the end of the film. They're all in the the van together and they're singing. And I, I wanted to highlight the lyrics because... And I, I want to ask you these questions after I highlight these lyrics. But the, basically, the Fire first away. verse starts out. She grew up on the side of a road where the church bells ring and strong love grows. She grew up good. She grew up slow, like American honey. Steady as a preacher, free as a wee. Couldn't wait to get going, but wasn't quite ready to leave. So innocent, pure, and sweet American honey. And it's interesting. I wanted to ask... Why choose this song? Because Star is not any of those things. I think it's a sense of. She went through
0: the opposite. Well, I think it's because I feel like. Star wants that sort of innocence that she left behind. You know, that's all part of growing and getting older is that you always kind of long for being young again to a certain degree, you know, and and past days of, you know, when you're in your youth and you had not a care in the world, you know when you were a little kid and you didn't have to deal mm-hmm. with the real life struggle of real life in sense so I think that in it, that's it kind of counter or it kind of is like a counterpart to who Mia is and her character, mm-hmm. and she sees that but it also plays not only to her character it also plays to the other kids in the van yeah you know Mm -hmm. we see it with uh the kind of crew cut girl we see it with you know a ton of the other ones they all start singing and i find that you know we we've said that music really plays a huge part in these films it's really the backbone of both films because it Mm -hmm. ties all the characters together and connects them i mean music is the most universal connecting factor in life that i i love that we have that ability to connect through music as fellow human beings with one another so it really kind of that that kind of universal quality of music seeps into both films um
1: -hmm. well i find it interesting that in fish tank Music is more of an actual vehicle to get. And this is kind of funny in a way. <laughs> is is the vehicle to get Mia to the the end of the film? Basically, she mm-hmm. the music is a huge part of her life. It, I feel like it's more of just meant to be there for. There is a message, of course, with American American Honey. With I almost said I I almost had a a brain fart there because I was like, wait a minute, the film's called American Honey, but the song is also called American yeah. Honey fun fact also these are the first two films we've watched that when you google them right off the bat you don't get the film you get a fish tank and you get lady <laughs> Annabellum's american honey so just a heads up about that if you decide to google you the films, actually have to put movie into google you have to put movie or film yeah otherwise it won't pop up it'll just give you a fish tank or and Andrea although fish Arnold, tanks are yes. nice yes other, yeah otherwise you know fish tanks are nice but i would like to not buy one right I now i want se. a medium one like you know about, like yeah hi, you know a <laughs> couple couple fishes in there you know it'll be good <laughs> but but yeah in American Honey the music is more of just like a a a thing that everybody culminates around. It does it is very important because Jake's character introduces a song at the beginning and that's how Star basically joins them in the first place when mm-hmm. they're at the Kmart. Shout out to Kmart by the way. I think there's only like 3 of them left in the US <laughs> that work that are still open. But without that big dance number and song she would have never joined up and then they sing that song later on when jake is actually gone they all get together and they're singing the song so but it's more of like a it's almost like a tribal thing more in american honey it it, it American it connects the group
0: right and the group is a tribe it it's a very tight-knit group they all have been living together and on the road together for so long that they've kind of forgot that There's another world outside of their group. You know, there's other people that are out there, you know, in the world. Mm. And I think that in a sense, they have latched onto that because of their own pasts that they carry with them. You know, they want that family unit. I mean, they all come from broken homes probably and Mm. are seeking that refuge. And they are kind of given that and the fact that they can make money. And have a job and given purpose. That's the thing. It's like a lot of the time, you know, if, if these kids are not given purpose in life or even adults too, you know, if they, if someone's not given purpose and given a job and, and, and things to do and given guidance and is helped by their peers, they kind of waste away and they Mm -hmm. are trapped and stuck In a particular moment in their life or in their particular circumstance and can't get out of that until someone comes along and tries to help them or Mm -hmm. they seek that help out themselves, as we see with like stars character, you know, so. But the film really also brings up how far do you go for money, you know, because she really sells her soul in a sense. To mm-hmm. get what she thinks is a future for her life. But in a sense, it's not. It's she sells her body, she sells her soul. She's kind of at the end, she's lost the lo- kind of lost the love of her life and mm-hmm. doesn't know where to go from there. And I think when the turtle gets brought up, that kind of as you said, represents that transformation and she kind of rinses clean that particular part of her life. And I love that it ends there because as you said, it it's like, we don't know where it goes. So it, it leaves it up to the audience to determine like, well, where, where do you go from there? But that's a lot like life because we don't know what the future holds. And I think mm-hmm. that's the point Andrea Arnold's really trying to represent with this, with American honey.
1: Mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out, she, you talked about it a little bit earlier with the sexual situations that both of our main characters are put in, mm-hmm. but she, she really brings those those big sexualizations of women to the forefront in these films with you know yeah. Mia wanting to be a dancer, but realizing after that all the dancing she's doing is for erotic dancing, and she doesn't want to do yeah. that. She doesn't want to be an erotic dancer. She makes that decision. And it's interesting because the whole film is about her training for that audition, basically. Yeah. So she's throwing that away, it, she's doing it because she realizes that, hey, like, I don't have to put myself to this level to do this. And it, it, I'm not saying like that is a bad thing to do. but in in the world, I feel like the the dancers that are at you know, strip clubs and things like that are looked at in a sexual way, and right. especially by men that that will visit and come in.
0: Well, it's interesting because with fish tank, Mia decides to not use her body as a sexual object. Mm-hmm. She decides to use her brains and her street knowledge. It's kind of like street cred that we see in like cyberpunk. But, you know, (laughs) it's a little video game humor there, guys. But it's really like her using her street knowledge and her kind of strength. That's her strength as a person to realize, hey, there is another way. There has to be another way, Mm -hmm. and I will fight and claw my way to the top if I have to. That's
1: what I think her
0: character represents. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then you have in American Honey, you Mm -hmm. have Star, who from the from the first that first house they visit, her and Jake, when she goes on like her first one, and she sees the young girls in the back, like with the sprinklers on, and the way Jake is trying to sexualize them already, just to get what he wants. Yeah, and then later on in the film, you have Star who has to actually do sexual favors to get money. the money that she yeah. needs. Yeah, and it's like it, it's it's interesting to see the two different dynamics for both characters because both characters, both women, are very strong characters, and I, I wonder, I wonder if she did that just to show that when you're when you need something, when you're desperate for something, like you're going mm-hmm. to go to extents that perhaps you maybe wouldn't do originally type of thing because uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Before, I'm talking, for example, mostly about the, I, the oil worker scene with yeah. $1,000.
0: Well, I I think what Andrea Arnold's really trying to say with these particular films is that no matter how hard these women try to create a life for themselves, they're always brought down and objectivized um, I looked, as, looked, at, like, looked looked at looked at as, as like, objects as objects rather than hey what are what is your true worth as a person you know are you mm-hmm. a good person are you do you have the brains and the know how to advance yourself in this life you know do you know how to um you know not sell your soul and your body to <laughs> make ends meet and try to better yourself and and know that there are other ways to go about doing it. And I I think Arnold is really, you know, wants to bring up that question of, you know, who, like, what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a man? Mm -hmm. You know, our men are very creepy. Manly. Manly. (laughs) And in a sense, it's sometimes stereotypical sometimes, but also, but the thing is, we've had centuries of this stereotypical man who's. Who like men try to kind of aspire to be sometimes and it's it's not the right path. You know, you need to learn to accept women and 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 love them and you know nurture and, and nurture them, you know, and uh
1: mm-hmm. Well the you know, the fact that she didn't the fact that she didn't make the three cowboys because I really thought they were going to try to rape her or something like that. Right, but they were it gets genuinely close. nice. It gets they close. Were, Yeah, especially when she gets in the in the water and they're pulling her out. But I was like, no, they actually seem like genuinely nice individuals. And I was that's I was because I was expecting when she got in the car, I was like, oh no, like she's gonna get raped. Yeah, but they actually weren't bad people. And she was like, she was telling, and I think that's an interesting thing too. She's painting, she's showing men in different lights. Mm -hmm. For example, your oil worker who's taking advantage and wanting a sexual thing done. And you have the other guys who genuinely, actually. Oh no, actually, here's a better example: mm-hmm. the truck driver. Yeah, the truck driver who picks her up and genuinely Asked cares her, about her.
0: Yeah, and asks her, "What is your? What do you want in life?
1: Like, what is?" Yeah, because she sees your his future? family and his kids, and he's like, "Yeah," and and he's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll buy those," because he gets. He's like, "I'm going to support you." Yeah. So, so we have a lot of different examples of, Man. I guess, how men are portrayed and also women at the same time. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is, I, I like that she leaves that because... It's character study. <laughs> yeah, because when you're on the open road, who knows who you're going to meet, right? You don't, yeah. you never know. You don't know the people you're going to meet or how they're going to react or act. Going down a darker path, I wanted to ask you, when they're at one of the
0: truck stops and Star steps in the blood, in the grass, oh. what was that? Because I, I, I watched that several times, and I was like, is that, was that, like, because right before she gets dropped off by the nice trucker, right, Mm -hmm. who, Mm -hmm. you know, does buy the subscription and and drops her off, but then, like, she goes, she starts walking across this grassy field at the truck stop and steps in, like, some kind of, you think it's manure at first, but then it's blood. That's
1: what I thought, too, yeah. And
0: I was wondering, do you think that was because we see the cow in the in the mm-hmm. um in the truck do you think that was like a cow slaughter or something or you know was it a symbol of a more darker sense of like hey that could have gone a completely darker route
1: that's that's a good possibility i also kind of look at it maybe as life too right like mm. the cows represent they're alive but then they also get slaughtered uh, i also my first thought was roadkill and just mm. being you know, being but part of there was a significant, yeah, yeah there was a significance. It's it, I, maybe it's because, now this is this is kind of thinking real outside the box. But yeah. typically, when you get up in a semi, you go up, so she's at a high point, mm-hmm. and then when she comes back down, she steps into that blood and nastiness, and it's almost like oh, she's back where she started. Yeah, she just months. had a great, she had a great cell, and she did great, but she has to now go back down to because when she's with that yeah. that gentleman, she's happy. She's right. enjoying it. Like she's not, she did. She's not thinking about the situation she's going to be in. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like you could interpret that a uh, many different ways. Yeah. I, I like your interpretation. Cause I didn't even think about the, it could have been a lot. It could have gone. Cause yeah, you don't know if you're going to get picked up by somebody, what if they're going to be crazy or not. <laughs> even, one of the kid,
0: even one of the kids was like, yeah, don't stop here because uh, there was a murder or something. And someone bought a shovel and killed someone and then brought the shovel and back, then
1: <laughs> took the shovel back. Yeah.
0: it's <laughs> like, Well, that's foreshadowing for you, you know? And we're like, oh, gosh, are we going to see a murderer now? And because I, the thing is, I've seen Fish Tank a couple of times and I haven't seen American, I hadn't seen American Honey until I watched it for this particular episode. And, you know, it's, yeah, that's again, that sense of the unknown. And Arnold really plays with that because you don't know what's coming next. And it Mm kind of sets you as an audience member on edge. I love that she toys with that in just the way the hurriedness of the shot with the handheld camera and also how she edits the scenes and uses light lighting too. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. we're in like dark moody light and, or, you know, it's, it's just that high contrasty feel to it that it's very, adds more realism to it and adds more um, impact. I think
1: visually. Well, I, I think to tie this all into the humanity part because we haven't talked about it, but yeah, we I mean, gotta these talk about humanity, is, <laughs> these, these, these films ooze humanity that like you were t- saying, but in life in life and on the road, I mean I think picking a road trip ooze is great it like because honey? Uh, <laughs> I had to go there, you man. got one on me. He got <laughs> one on me. But on a road trip you you have a plan typically. You have something set out, but yeah. who knows you might get a flat tire you might who knows what could happen right you might see something you never thought you'd see there's mm-hmm. always that unpredictability just like in life you you have a path you may have set for yourself that you think right. oh, I'm going to go down this path and then something comes along like covid and mm-hmm. changes everyone's life yeah i mean before before 2020 you if we you thought talk to we somebody
0: knew, yeah we thought we knew what, what the future held and we yeah. thought we knew we were like on a certain path and then bam this pandemic happens and we're and all everything changed and everything changes it changed the view of the world it changed how we interact with people how we view health how we view like social norms and such hey, Google, and turn on my room it lights. really yeah kind of isolated and also um sometimes also kind of brought us together more so on more of the digital front because you know with te- thank god we had technology to mm-hmm. keep us in in touch with each other, even though it was through a three by three <laughs> or two by three uh, square on the Zoom or Skype uh, screen.
1: So yeah, and look, we're still doing it, and to we're this still doing it.
0: I know. Right well, hopefully, at some point, we will actually do a live in person uh, film detectives grace. episode.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe we're teasing something. Oh, but. But yeah, I, I think I think to to sum it all up with the humanity is just both both these films, both American Honey and Fish Tank, explore the journeys of two adolescents that mm-hmm. don't exactly know what they want, are not in the greatest situations, but are trying to make something of themselves potentially. And I think we can apply that to our lives in the fact that we all start young, we all grow up. We all think we have something planned. We it might change. It might not. Who who knows what's going to happen? But appreciate the time that you have when you were younger. Mm-hmm. They always. I feel like elders always say this. Like you know. Appreciate that time when you're young because you know, when you hit that adult life and you start having bills and all this type of stuff and all these responsibilities, you're gonna really wish you could just go back and relive that time. And I get that now. I understand that. I'm not even very old. Neither one of us are very old. And I'm sure you have the same. Sometimes I mean
0: I'm at a point like I've reached that adult hood where I feel I'm I'm in a comfortable spot right now. I have like everything that I want and I'm very happy where I am right now. So Mm-hmm. i think it you know because i've you know it took me many years to get to where i am so i've worked very hard to get to where i am you know yeah. and i think with these films you really get a sense of characters trying to really just find their own happiness and find their own sense of what the what is the dream of youth what is the dream of the future for the youth as well as like it could be the American dream. It could be the, you know, the London dream. It could be California <laughs> dreaming. you know, it it's it's a universal want for people to uh, have that happiness in their life.
1: Yeah, I, I think it can all be summed up into this one quote. I know you've heard it. I, I'm going to probably change it a little bit, but, you know, find what makes you happy. Are you going to start singing, never Trevor? Work, <laughs> no, <laughs> find, what, find what makes you happy and you'll never work a day in your life amen to that. If you like this episode, make sure to follow us on social media at Film Detectives for further news and upcoming shows. Join us next week as we explore filmmakers from around the world.